What's up, everyone? This is Chad. You hear the sigh in my voice. It's been a long day, but it is Tuesday. Voice is crackling. I'm tired, but I'm here. I'm excited to talk to you. Today, we're talking about the flywheel of trauma and recovery. So when we talk about flywheels, we often think of the mechanical, literal device. And then there is the business device that business legends like Jim Collins coined that Jeff Bezos picked up on at Amazon. And generally, a flywheel is a machine that starts moving, and that movement and inertia helps the machine pick up speed, regain energy. And yeah, we could get into the Wikipedia definition, but let's skip it. It's generally a system that is self-perpetuating. And life and evolution are a system that self-perpetuates. Evolution and life, man, they're tough. And it's guaranteed that you're going to face one thing, trauma, (laughs) over a long enough time. I know we've been talking about a lot, but it's that important. And over a long enough time, there's going to be traumas. There's going to be dark nights of the soul. And if they're not, and maybe you just haven't lived long enough, you might hate hearing that, sorry. But generally, you're going to have to face it and how you react to it, right? Your attitude is the one thing that you control. So Viktor Frankl the author of Man's Search for Meaning and the Holocaust survivor was popular for pointing this out. And this is one of his big claims to fame is that the attitude is the last thing that we control when we are just kicked in the gut. So if you recently got kicked in the gut, I did, (laughs) Um, you got to bounce back, but you have to get into recovery in order to bounce back. And it's not until you recover adequately from that trauma that you're going to be able to move the flywheel again, or it's not until you recover adequately that you're going to be able to get a semblance of what is your biological flywheel, i.e. how much trauma can you take or how much uh, work, energy, expenditure can you take before you have to go into recovery mode to integrate it, process it, and become something more. So think about your engagement with the world as a flywheel. And when you start to notice that the wheel slows down and that your energy is going down, you have to, have to, have to go into recovery mode. This is what is going to help you find that homeostasis of biological self-perpetuation at ease, right? We don't want to fall into dis-ease. We want to generally find that state of ease that is marked by adequate recovery. So I'm reading another fascinating book. It's called Waking the Tiger. It's about healing, you guessed it, trauma by Dr. Levine with Anne Frederick. And Waking the Tiger is a great book. It has a lot of inspirations from nature. And Dr. Levine was definitely a fan of Michael Crichton. His quotes are spursed throughout it. And uh, I applaud this thoroughly. And this type of biological look at trauma is liberating. So here's a good example. A lot of predator-prey relationships in the wild involve a predator preying on a prey. And when the prey is caught or close to being caught, when their flywheel is just overrun with trauma, an interesting thing happens. The prey will go completely immobile and collapse. So in the case of gazelles, these animals are famous for uh, collapsing prior to being tackled by a cheetah. And this does some interesting things. It creates an opportunity for escape. 
So often when a prey animal knows that it is right at the precipice of death from a predator, it will go completely immobile. It knows that its flywheel is just tapped out. It's maxed out on trauma. And there's not even going to be a hope of recovery or future unless it just collapses into inaction. And sometimes that's what we have to do to survive. So in the case of prey animals, these gazelles, these other animals will collapse and they'll be drug away by the cheetah. The cheetah will start to you know, pull them away. And often you, know, you hear this about if you're out in the woods, um, going completely still or immobile is important. Sometimes with certain predator animals, check your, uh, your nature documentaries and all that good stuff before you uh, implement this. But sometimes with predator animals, it's very important to just go immobile. And this can convince the predator animal that it's uh, bad meat. It's not going to be good. And this is what gives you an opportunity to escape. This is what gives gazelles often an opportunity to escape. So they'll find an instance where the predator is like off balance or trying to drag them and kind of getting a little off kilter. And they'll take that opportunity to shake themselves loose and sprint like crazy away. Now, the one commonality amongst a lot of animals, whether they're prey or predators or any biological organism, except for humans, sadly, a biological organism that is in its more natural state, so an animal in the wild or even some of our more domesticated pets, when it goes through trauma, it will begin this process of rapidly shaking itself and moving all around the instant after it starts to get free of the traumatic situation. So the instant where the animal is a bit free, it will immediately engage in these behaviors to shake loose the tightening muscles, shake loose the cortisol or whatever other negative chemicals have come up. And this is really interesting because not only will the animals do this, but they'll often reenact the trauma, except they will reenact it with an escape route in effect. So what I mean by that is there's an example in the book, Waking the Tiger, where several cheetah cubs are preyed on by a more mature lion and they escape and run up a tree. The lion tries to get them, eventually leaves. The cubs come down and in addition to shaking, the documentarists that are watching them notice that the cubs start reenacting their escape. They start dramatizing it and shaking it out like crazy. So this is the natural state of recovery. However, in our more, I would say, hyper-domesticated cultures in which many of us live, this is forbade or looked down upon, right? That shaking things off or getting into free movement that we talked about a while ago. So movement that doesn't necessarily follow a prescribed exercise plan or you know, that uh, fake routine of going into a box that people call the gym. Like it doesn't have to follow that. That type of free, vigorous movement is crucial to shaking loose the trauma and going into recovery mode. So if there's anything that you faced out there that is challenging, do not worry. You need to start dramatizing a reenactment of your successful escape. You need to shake it off and you need to move. And yeah, and we didn't start off with this, but there's good news out there. Six states are starting to reopen their economies in a strategic fashion. This is uh, big, big news. We'll have more good news like this soon. And the daily mission, 
going to throw it in all out of order. But like I said, it got kicked in the gut. The daily mission today is to shake off whatever you're dealing with and to move through it. So I'm taking my own advice here. I've been getting out, going for runs, socially distanced, of course. And this has been transformative. It's been a long time since I, I ran. I used to tell myself the false narrative. I just, oh, I just hate running. I just can't do it. Uh, it's just BS. And I just get out there and do it now. It's the one thing that I have. I'm shaking it out out there. I'm getting moving. And instead of re-traumatizing myself psychologically by playing over a lot of, oh my God, I wish I did this or I wish I did that. What I've been doing lately is replaying a successful escape or a successful completion of how I wanted to escape the traumatic event. And I encourage you to do the same. Shake it out and replay a successful escape. Your biology and your recovery is paramount and it depends on it. All right. Thanks for listening and I will see you tomorrow. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.